started smelling the smell, it smelled like uh, just nasty. I started shining my light because I could tell it was coming from that area down on the bank. All of a sudden, just like this, I just saw the branches part, and there was an ape-looking creature. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Man, just uh, watching some college football these days, and oh, um, man, I am I am walking on cloud nine. Still. I know you are. You're a Michigan <laughs> fan. That's right. Just so everybody knows, country, Brian's a Michigan fan. Champs. But I'm not a Notre Dame fan. I'm an Oregon fan. You know, That's right. So we have that going for us, I guess. But yeah, man, those guys are doing well. Uh, oh man, I'm I'm so I'm so excited. You, you were saying earlier that the first game is Georgia. Well, yeah, I know. But hey, we got to do what we got to do. You were saying earlier that that. What was the stat on the Michigan? They were uh, the only team to do what? They were the they are the only team to start the season unranked and end up playing for or in the college football. And that's playoff. awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Even though I'm not a Michigan fan, I'm I'm happy for them. You know I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure everyone's tired of the Alabamas and all that stuff. So. Yeah. But it's been a crazy year in college football. It has know. been wild, man. People. Have, Teams have lost that shouldn't have been losing, and mm-hmm. it's just look at Cincinnati undefeated. Yeah, it's a shakeup for sure in Cincinnati. Oh, who knows what's, what's up with those guys, but we'll see. Yep. But anyway, we're not here to talk about football, unfortunately. We can do that another time. Yep. We're here to talk about uh, Chris and his encounter tonight. Chris is coming on. Uh, had That's some right. things going on in Illinois again. Illinois. So, One more time. Uh, We've got I a think, bunch of stuff in Illinois. I know. And, and I don't think this was southern Illinois. Uh, no, it was uh, northern. Yeah, North, which is weird. Northwestern. Northwest. Yeah. So we'll get him on and see what the hell's going on there. What do you say? Yeah, let's go get him. All right, here we go. Chris, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, good to have you. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. So, for sure. Chris, you had a Bigfoot encounter. Uh, you had told us that it was um, near the Green River in Illinois. Um what counties? What county was that in? On County Line Road, it's the uh, road that uh, splits Lee County and Whiteside County. Okay, and is that a little bit northern Illinois? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm about uh, 120 miles west of Chicago and 70 miles south of Rockford. So, now, uh, okay. what year did this happen in? Uh, the Bigfoot happened in uh, 1985, the summer of 85, August. Why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us what was going on and then what happened and uh, describe your encounter for us there. Okay. So me and some friends, we were going to go catfishing on the Green River. And they were going to eat pizza first in Rock Falls, Illinois. So I headed out towards the bridge, parked my car on the bridge. Uh, the river runs east to west. I parked on the east side of the bridge. Not much traffic out there in the country, of course. Went over on the west side, railing and casting the water, waiting for a fish. I started smelling something like I can only describe it as toe jam or 
uh, stink bait or uh, that cheese, that nasty cheese, um, Limburger cheese. Hang on, hang on just a second, Chris. You got a TV on or something? Yeah, let me turn. I'm watching Bigfoot right now, finding Bigfoot. Hold on. I was watching that too. <laughs> what are you guys? Watch? I'm watching it too. It's on my TV. And I got it on mute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. I got it off now. Everything good? Yeah. Okay. Where was I at? Okay. So I started smelling the smell. Smelled like I was using chicken livers for bait, which weren't rotten. They were just out of the fresh chicken livers. Started smelling the smell. Smelled like toe jam, limber cheese, uh, just nasty. And it was right where I was here, but I could move my head here and I wouldn't smell it. Move it here, I would. Move it here, I wouldn't. It was like a uh, stink trail out of a, a, a cartoon, you know, like uh, Pepe Le Pew, you know. Yeah. Now he has that stink trail. So I started following it, and I followed it to the south of the bridge. And at the uh, southeast part of the bridge, there's a ditch that runs in right there to the river. So with the river coming this way and the ditch coming this way, it makes a point right there. And at that point, there was a, uh, a tree. I started shining my light because I could tell it was coming from that area, down on the bank, everything. And all of a sudden, I heard some uh, leaves rustle in the tree that's on the point right there. So I started shining up, looking in there. All of a sudden, just like this, I just saw the branches part. And there was an ape-looking creature there. And my with my flashlight, it looked like green eyes glowing back, big green eyes. Oh, I ran to my car, got in it, and took off, left my poles there. <clears throat> took off down the road as I'm going up a hill. My friends are coming back from eating pizza and we went past each other and came back. I said, they go, what's going on? I said, I'm not going back. He said, why? I said, I just saw Bigfoot. And of course they started laughing. Um, eventually they taught me into going back. I showed them what had happened. Uh, this was kind of a thick tree. So you couldn't really see inside it unless it was parted. And they, they were like, yeah, right. Whatever. And to my knowledge, I think the Bigfoot had gotten out of the tree at that time because we couldn't smell anything at that time. We started fishing again, talking, nothing about Bigfoot or nothing. And all of a sudden, one of them goes, you smell that? I looked at him. I said, stop making fun of me. He goes, no, no, I can smell something. So I went over to where he was at. He was kind of in a little different location. I could smell the smell. I said, follow me. So we kind of, I kind of led the way with a flashlight, smelling the trail. I shined it down the bag. I said, watch this. And I shined it up the tree, and all of a sudden, branches parted again. Big, hairy face, green eyes. And uh, <laughs> they ran. We were, I ran. We got our vehicles left, came back the next day, and got our poles. And I did do some research on it, uh, on the Bigfoot, uh, I don't know I would call the uh, registration of uh, reports. I never reported it. But about... I'd say it's about 10 miles from there in Rock Falls. There's a place called uh, Nelson, Illinois, and there was, a, there was a reported sighting there. So it wasn't too far away from where I was at. How far away do you think you were when you uh, shined your flashlight and saw this thing move the branches apart? Uh, from the bridge, yeah, from the bridge to the tree, it was probably about uh, 20 foot. Wow. Wow. That's close. Yeah. Can you describe exactly what you saw in any more detail than what you've already given us? I mean, did it have um, an ape-looking face, a human-looking yeah. face? No, definitely ape. Ape-looking. I mean, I didn't see it for very long because, of course, I got out of there. But as, I, as it parted, all I could see was fur, eyes, no, like an ape smash-type nose. Not, not as profound as ours, but not really an ape, but it's really smashed. 
It was more of a in between, I guess you'd call it. And this big glowing green eyes and the smell was like, I told you horrible. Um, could you estimate any kind of height on this thing? Well, from where the tree was, the base of the tree at the bank to where he was, was probably about where I saw his face anyway, was probably about uh, 15 foot up. But like I said, all I saw was his face. I saw no defining body parts or anything like that. Just the face. Mm hmm. In front of me, so. You think he was out there watching you for a while or spying on you, or do you think he was doing his own kind of thing, trying to fish, or and you waiting for you to catch fish? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of beaver right there. Um, in the ditch, they build dams. Uh, there's lots of fish, of course. Uh, I think I think he was just up there in his normal position. It was you know I this took place at probably in August. Oh, probably got out there about eight thirty, right at dusk. You know, so it's just getting dark, and so I've, I think he's probably out there getting ready to start hunting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never found any tracks. I went back the next day, but like I said, it, the river's all sand, and you can't get tracks in a river. So was it was it the next day when you went back with your friends, or was it that same day they they talked into going back? It was the same day they talked me into going back. That's when I left after I saw him the first time. They, uh, uh, we all left. After we came back and saw him the second time, we left and never came back till the next day. Yeah, I don't neither. blame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, so the, the area that the area that you're in, it, it kind of um, when when you told me where this was at, I looked on the map as we oh. always do. And farmland, a lot of farmland. Yeah, to be that far north in in Illinois, especially like you said, you're not really super far from Chicago. Uh, makes me wonder if that thing wasn't traveling through somewhere heading south or, or whatever. You say this was in August? August of 85, yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. I just graduated high school and I, we were out just doing our thing, fishing and mm -hmm. messing around, you know. 85, that was a pretty good year if I remember it correctly. Bears. So what else happened to you? You said you you had another encounter down the road. What was going on there, Chris? This one was a bit more scary, actually. Me, my profession is a boilermaker. I go to different power plants um, and do construction when they're offline, whatever. We have a lot of nuclear plants here in Illinois. I was at the Byron Nuclear Plant up in, uh, up near Rockford, and I was working the three to eleven thirty shift. So eleven thirty got out of the of my shift, headed towards home on Route 26, that goes by a place called the Green River Conservation Area. And I took a right. And as I took the right, going the country way home, I could have kept going, you know, it took highways, but I, I like driving the country. And uh, as I took a right, I'm coming up this little hill, trying to accelerate right after I turned. And as I got towards the top of the hill, my peripheral vision off to my right with my headlights, I could see something. So I turned my head and I looked. <laughs> there was a naked man with a deer, a deer type from neck up was deer with horns. I didn't make any body parts like that, but he was running side by side with me at this on this road. And I started to accelerate to get away and it took off in front of my car and at a 45-degree angle, ran across the road at speeds I've never seen before and took off into another field heading south. And 
I got home. It was about 1230, quarter to one when I got home in the morning. I went upstairs. I looked at my wife. My wife was in bed. I, said, I woke her up. I said, you're not going to believe this. She goes, what? I said, I just saw a naked man running next to my car with a deer head with antlers. She looked at me and she said, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah making that up. <laughs> it just really freaked me out. Okay, so you say naked man. Was it was the body pretty much a human body? Is that what you're saying? Human body with no clothes on. And it couldn't be somebody running around with a with a mask of a deer because it was going over thirty miles per hour when it quartered at forty five in front of my car. Was it uh how tall do you think it was? I would say probably in the six foot six foot range probably. I mean, it just looked like a normal man without clothes with a, a deer head. It couldn't, you, you don't think, so it couldn't have been someone who just found a, a deer mount, cut a hole in it, stuck on their head, decided <laughs> well, to go run around, do some PCP and go run around yeah. naked with this thing on his head. I mean. I've been asked that, and this is out in the middle of freaking nowhere. I mean, I don't know why somebody's standing there in the ditch waiting for a car to go by, mm-hmm. but the speed went, no human I have ever seen do that speed. Mm-hmm. No. Especially naked and with a deer head on, you're not going to run any. Well, the nakedness might have made him more uh, pro- maybe <laughs> able to fly through the air a little quicker without clothes. But yeah, lighten him up a little. Bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it, it was very strange. Very strange. That, is, that is strange. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Brian about about your encounters before we got on here, and we were we were saying how um, maybe this was a Wendigo that you saw, but. Um, I don't know that they are exactly like that. I mean, to the body, it was just almost, you know, it wasn't anything different than human, Chris. It was yeah. human body. It was like, like a human running a race. Hmm. I mean, standing straight up erect. A normal size. It wasn't like real super skinny, no. yeah. super bony. No, it was like a muscular human. Huh. Wow. I mean, it happened so quick. It's hard to. It's hard to calculate all this stuff in your head when you're Is just, it, you know, but when it ran in front of me. It was a normal, like a, a, a well-fit human being. Are there, uh, is there Indian land up around that area? Um, I'm not really sure. Reservation land. I mean, people find the arrowheads quite often. I mean, there was, that was all swamp when Illinois was being populated. They drained it by making the Green River. They, uh, I don't know what they did to the land to get all the water to go to the Green River, but they made it so they had farmland. But I think there was quite a few probably Indians around because they find arrowheads all the time, yeah. Comes to mind as skinwalker like we were talking about. Yeah, I've watched, I've seen some of that. But, I mean, this just looked like if you took your clothes off and stood right over here and put a deer head on, and it was just, it didn't walk funny, run funny. It was running like a normal human being. Right. And just as fast as hell, though. Chris, what year did you say you saw that creature then? Oh, that would have been, I got in the Boilermakers, 92, probably around 97, 98. Okay. So like 10, 10 years or more after the Bigfoot sighting. Yes. Which yeah. one scared you more? <laughs> probably the Bigfoot because I was on foot. I wasn't in my car like I was with Deer Man, but oh. it both scared me. I mean, <laughs> I don't usually get scared very often, but uh, that really spooked me. Right. Um, did you ever notice any weird um, lights in the sky or lights in general in that area at, at all between these two sightings or during these two sightings? No. 
Okay. No, but I've got a story about that. My buddy, I mean, this was uh, actually, I don't know if you guys do too much alien research or. A little know, bit. Know. Yep. A little bit. Uh, back in uh, 1982, I think it was, my friend who I work with, him, his brother, and another friend were coming back from Rockford up by the nuclear plant. And they took a road off, off to the east of it, or west of it, I'm sorry. And they encountered a UFO. Um, they did uh, like maneuvers out in the field. And the next day, they were contacted by G. Allen Heineck and taken to uh, Rockford with a, a hotel called the Clock Tower Inn. And uh, they were taken separately and interviewed. And uh, they actually went out in the limos with the guys dressed in black, jail and I to get all of them to the area. And they took soil samples looking for radiation and stuff like that. The government did. And uh, this was in the Rockford Register Star, which uh, you can look it up. I have to have the exact date. It was December. They were Christmas shopping. It was like December 18th, 1980. Two to 84, uh, but it's all documented. But uh, they said that thing was right above their head. They got out of the car, they could, no sound. It was triangular shaped, had light at each side. Then all of a sudden, it went out into a field and started doing maneuvers, just, just non human. I mean, we could never have an aircraft like that at this point in our life. Then it went down a tree line and they lost it, got home. Their dad called the Rockford Airport and um, they asked if there was any. Any sightings they have on the at the airport? He says, "Yeah, we have a UFO or unidentified flying object, but we don't know what it was." And that's when they got hold of the government and Gio and Heine. The next, I think it was the next day or the day after, interviewed them all. Wow, wow, that's pretty. I, I wish I that'd be really neat to see something like that. But I've never seen nothing like that myself. Well, you made a comment, nuclear plant. That kind of struck my yeah. attention a little bit. Um, yep. Sometimes I wonder, you know, about that. But I also wonder if there's somebody out there just playing games and putting puzzles and pieces together of creatures and sending them out on their way, or or aliens out there saying, "Okay, well, let's 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 abduct a human and let's abduct a gorilla and let's turn it into a, a mixture and put it back down on Earth." Oh, we got a Bigfoot, we got a Sasquatch. Uh, but with what you're what, what you're running into and what we're hearing more and more um, as we do this. Other than other than Bigfoot, is there's there's just a lot of strange things out there that people are seeing, yeah. and um, so somebody's somebody's doing some stuff. I don't know if it's our government, something bigger I think than us. I don't Bigfoot's know. Bigfoot's got alien tones to it because the way they can just disappear and cloak themselves. I I think they have something to do with aliens. Myself personally, Bigfoot. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you thought Bigfoot. You think that thing's just a flesh and blood creature, or do you think there's more to it than that? I think it's aliens in a different form on Earth sometimes, to me. I wonder that myself. I, I wonder yeah. why they would come into that form of a creature. Um, but who knows? I mean, yeah. nobody knows what's going on out there, at least not yet. Hopefully someday we will. But how you can't find a dead a dead Bigfoot? I mean, okay, they bury him. So why that if they say that, you know, you'd see signs of a, people walking the woods would see signs of a burial site, you know, dug up would fresh. Would they, though? I mean, how often do you walk through the woods and see a dead yeah. bear or dead cougar? Or, right. True. Well, yeah. But eventually somebody over the years would have had to find some bones or something that would have matched to right. it. Well, that would be. Have. <laughs> yeah. Have, Chris, have you ever heard of the Miller documents? 
Uh, refresh me. I might have. Basically, um, there are a set of documents that were found that a doctor uh, back in the early 1900s had wrote his memoirs about where he was assigned by the government to go investigate and um, look into dead bodies of Bigfoot creatures that were found in caves or that were killed by lightning strikes or fires or what have you. And he documents his findings in this thing. Um, We did an episode on it. Yeah, we did actually. If you go back Let's and check it. it out, yeah. The Miller so, files, the Miller, Miller documents. documents. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They're hard to find online if you can find them, but sometimes they're out there and available. But um, I will look. I will yeah, look. Yeah. So you know, that being said, we we already think the government has bodies or has had bodies and know what these oh, things yeah, are. are. Absolutely, of Bigfoots and aliens. I think for I sure, guess. covering stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we trust our government. <laughs> Well, Chris, we uh, thank you for coming on and telling your stories and talking to us. Those are really, yeah, those those are really good. cool. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, we might have some more if I think back long enough, but uh, those mm-hmm. are the ones that really come to mind to me. You know, it, I cannot ever forget. Right. If you still right. get out there and fishing and stuff, keep your eyes open. I do. And I just bought a telescope. I'm going to be looking around the skies. and. Oh, yeah. So. Definitely some weird stuff going on there for sure. There is. Oh, for there sure. There is. And I don't discount people's stories because i've actually had one mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna people laugh at me when i tell the story sometimes but hey you weren't there right right exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. all right chris well you have a good one man and thanks again we appreciate it you too where are you guys out of indiana is it or? yeah not far from chicago actually about okay. an hour and a half mm-hmm. yeah all right, I, work up there. I used to work up there quite a bit at the uh, new plants uh, dresden and braidwood and yeah, we're probably about the exact opposite of Chicago. What you what what where you saw right. those things? So, I got you. I we've got had you. some sightings in Indiana. We've done quite a few shows already yeah. on Indiana, which surprises me, but we have. Yeah. yeah, they're here. Cool. All right. All right, Chris. We have a good one, man. Thank you. And if I see anything else, I'll definitely give you a hoot. You please yeah, do that for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're always looking. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, you too. All right. Thanks. See you. Bye. Well, definitely some interesting stuff once again. Yeah, that was a trip. Uh, I really wonder uh, about uh, that. I'm leaning toward uh, Skinwalker. There, you think a Skinwalker? Maybe some of our listeners can chime in on that one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Wendigo, Skinwalker, who knows? who knows? The fact that he, he identified the body as being human. Human. You mm-hmm. know, but sometimes maybe people see stuff and they relate. Uh, who knows? It's just weird. Maybe, uh, yeah. It was, that was a wild one for sure. I mean, do we rule out a guy uh, doing PCP and running around naked with a deer head on his, on his, <laughs> doing 30 miles an hour? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. We'll give him credit for that. I think we could probably, but, yeah, I think we yeah. probably rule that out because he said he was keeping up with it pretty well. Yeah. The Green River area, that little place he was talking about, I was doing some looking up on that too, and that's got some weird stuff going on. So uh-huh. who knows, man? Who knows? What are these guys? What are these people seeing out there, dude? What 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 is going I don't know, on? But we need to get out there and uh, find out. For sure. For sure. Always, as we do. So anyway, yeah. thanks again, everyone, for listening. We appreciate yes. it very much. Yes, we do. Thank you all. We wouldn't be here without you. If you've had an encounter and would love to come on and tell your story, please email us at info at cryptocreatures.co.com. Okay. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube everywhere so get in touch with us let us know what's going on out there everyone and we appreciate it brian thanks again for the awesome uh hangout man 
Always fun, man. All right. You take care. Till next time. Yep. See ya.